Welcome, everybody, to an exclusive episode of The Sheriff. Guys, I have double, double the fun for you tonight. I have two guests, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to get right into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all over the world, I would like to introduce my first guest at six foot. 245. He is a super heavyweight. He hails from Chicago, Illinois. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy has 1,000 lifetime career pims, averaging over five pims per game. His message to the world is I am putting the super heavyweight division on notice at Ice Wars 2. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. James Brooke, aka Hooligan. How are you doing today, my man? Doing great. Thanks for having me. It's uh, definitely an honor to be on the show. So, well, I appreciate you coming on the show. But, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I would like to introduce my second guest. Now, he hails from Strathmore, Alberta. He is a heavyweight. He is a pro hockey player as well. And ladies and gentlemen, he led all professional hockey players in fighting majors last year. I repeat, he led all professional hockey players in fighting majors last season. He has over 300 career fights, averaging over five pimps per game. His message to the world is I am in it to win it. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. Justin Schmidt, how are you doing today, Schmitty? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing good, buddy. As you guys can see, I am double the amount of fired up because I got two competitors that are about to compete. And I said this earlier when I was with Curtis Swanson in an episode earlier. Guys, I believe August 6th at the River Cree Resort and Casino, Ice Wars 2, is going to be the most spectacular combat sport this year the event is going to be spectacular we are going to iron out all the kinks that we thought that we need to from the first one bro guys it's the second time that we're at this location we are going to sell this thing out the pay-per-view is going to be wild and all the events are going to be so good like it's set up really really well my question to you guys is what are your thoughts on this? You guys are the fresh meat coming into this family company, okay? So, Schmitty, let's start with you, buddy. When did you first find out, and what is your connection with Mr. Parker? Because I think that might be a backstory as well. Yeah, um, like, I mean, I've always been a fan of this. Like, I, when I was a 17-year-old and junior, when, when Parksy fought on that first one in Prince George, I was like hammering out emails trying to get on that show right and then the one that you guys competed on in in it's finland yeah. i was i was actually supposed to be on it and then right and then like a week a week out i took like a tune-up mma fight against an unknown guy and got absolutely t-rexed and put to sleep no and way. this was that was in like 2010 so I didn't say anything. And like, it was this when YouTube was kind of coming out I let nobody know that I got my <laughs> head knocked off by this guy. And then like two days before I was supposed to fly to Finland, the, the promoters got saw it on YouTube. And no we're like, way. Oh, we got like, we can't have you coming over here. Like, 
you you took you took a seven minute nap four days ago. <laughs> so I so it's, I hear it's you, fun. man. And hey, I I appreciate you sharing that story because that's a pretty cool story, bro. But like sometimes our best stories didn't really work out the best for us. So I appreciate you sharing that personal story. So, Mr. James Brooks, what about you, buddy? When did you first find out that you were going to be competing in Ice Wars too, man? Well, uh, I, uh, I've known Amesbury for a bit here. We, uh, we played together 12 years ago or so in Vermont. And, okay. uh, he actually reached out to me about this maybe a year ago or something. I think when it, right when it was getting started or they were starting to put it together and, uh, you know, his call was basically, Hey, is this something you want to do? And my first thought was, well, I'm 35 and, uh, you're talking about getting the toughest guys that you can possibly find around, uh, to do this, you know? And there wasn't really any incentives to it. It was just travel very far away and fight very tough guys for nothing. And, uh, you know, I got four kids. So my initial response was, I- I'd love to do that, but she's not going to let me do that. <laughs> and uh, so I reached out to him after I saw, you know, the fighters and everything. And I'm like, dude, you know, you better win this. Cause you know, I know who a lot of these guys are. I, Parker was on my team in for 2008 or 2009 for a few weeks. And uh, you know, I played with Amesbury and I fought Tippin five times when I was playing in the minors. So, um, you know, that would, I just gave him a shout and I'm like, uh, dude, you better win this, you know? And he's like, you, you want the open spot. And I was like, what are you talking about? Open spot. He's like, yeah, somebody dropped out. And I was like, yeah, I want it. He's like, you got a passport? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so it was a week before and it just wasn't going to happen. But ever since then, I watched the fight. I had a bunch of buddies over and we watched the the, number, the first one. And uh, I've just been, I've been going since then. I, I got to do it. <laughs> so I reached out to him and AJ and just peppered him. And I'm like, get me in this. I'll fight at heavyweight. I'll fight at super heavyweight. No way I can cut the 205, but uh, I can, I can fight at either of the other two. Just tell me who I'm fighting them in. So, uh, AJ has been great and he, uh, you know, has been communicating with me a lot and here we are. So great on dude. Now, now I can see now for Schmitty as well, but because you just talked, I, I just want to comment. I can see the passion that you guys have for this type of thing. It's exciting to me because I can read it, man, because I feel the same way. Right. So yeah. I just want to point that out. That's some pretty cool stuff. So now Schmitty, Coming back to you, bud, you know what I'm, you probably can guess what I'm about to bring up here. Dude, you led all professional hockey fighters in fighting majors last year. Now, obviously, you know, that is an incredible feat, but you gotta, you gotta tell us, man, we're all wondering what was the number with that? What was the, what was the amount of fights? Oh, I, th- I think it was, it was only, the funny thing is, is it was only 24 majors. Like that was, hey man. That's good. What do you mean? But not compared to 15 years ago when I started, like, yeah, like everybody, when, when I started the minors, you'd look down the bench at nine guys that you potentially had to fight. Whereas this year, this year, there was only one guy on every team. You know, I fought, basically I fought the same guys all season long. Yeah. As as opposed to, you know, 2006, 2007, 2008, when it was like, Every team Everybody. had just a, a lineup of guys <laughs> yeah. that had to fight, you know. So it actually was probably probably like for me to put up that number, it's actually kind of impressive. But I mean, I definitely got to give props to the same six guys I fought all season yeah. to put those numbers up. No, no. <laughs> who was the main? Who was the main guy? There must have been a guy that was kind of ahead of the other guys. Um, there's like Joe Pay, my buddy Joe Pace. 
He's from, yeah. uh, I think he actually is a Chicago guy or somewhere. He, he is a Chicago guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right him and I, him and I started started the miners together. He was in, he was in Richmond, and I was in Huntsville. So we played. We've known each other for almost twenty years, and we never, we'd actually never fought, but we'd always been buddies. And he actually tried to bring me into Port Huron a few years ago, and I never ended up going there. But we were in. They were doing like we played four neutral site games this year in Biloxi, Mississippi, because they're bringing in a team like the old Seawolves, right? Wow. So they're bringing them in. So they're sold out. They had 10,000 people in there. No way. And, oh, yeah. It was pat. Like they, they sold it out every night. We were there on the beach. And, wow. Uh, and, me and Pacer just, the first the first night, me and Pacer had like just like a like a spur of the moment fight. You know what I mean? Just happened to be there. And we ended up having just an unreal fight. Yeah. So then we had, we were playing home and home. So we we're in, in Columbus the next night. And I was like, Pacer, like, I gave you a sweet one in Mississippi last night. Yeah. Better give Return me one, give me one here in front of our crowd. And we had another fucking marathon. Nice. So then it just turned into something. Yeah. That's you know when the I mean? rivalry start though, Schmitty, right? Like a couple good battles, man. And then everyone just expects it to continue all season. And that's the beautiful thing about being a tough guy in hockey, right? Because there's a storyline. Characters grow. Now, you mentioned he's a Chicago guy, right? So, like, so, James, do you know Do you know this gentleman that we're oh, talking yeah. about? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, we grew up kind of crossing paths. I don't know how often we actually played against each other growing up, but uh, I played with him. Uh, on the same team as I was on with Parker with the Chicago Blaze in 2008 and uh, played against him when I was on Evansville. I mean, we've, we've crossed paths a lot. We were teammates in Danville for a bit. So I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so now, so now what about, what about you two, you two in particular? Cause I know you guys are both like you guys terrorized the federal league at times, right? Like absolutely terrorized. You, you guys ever face off against each other? You know, Never. um, so, uh, when I was playing, you know, Joe, Joe's got like the longest hockey DB, I think of anybody ever he's played in like every league everywhere for 25 years. But, uh, you know, he was playing minor league hockey at 18, I think. But, uh, um, when I was playing and we were playing at the same time, he didn't do nearly as much fighting as he's doing now. He was, he wasn't the guy. So, you know, he got into a scrap here and there, but he wasn't out there looking for it. Um, I tried to go him a couple of times, but I don't know if it was the, the wrong time of the game or if he just wasn't feeling it, but it just never, never happened. So, yeah, yeah. You know, so now what, you know about goes. what about Schmitty now? Uh, no. I don't think we've crossed paths. I saw some of you fought Nikki Williams this year a few times, right? Yeah, me and Willie fought like every know, game, half, I think. Half a dozen times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw a handful of those. And, uh, and Nick Williams actually was my, my first, first pro fight, if you could call it that. And the, uh, AAHA or whatever the single A league yeah. was at the time that everybody was playing in. Uh, he was in Battle Creek and I was uh, with like a makeshift Chicago team. So um, caught me right at the end of my shift. I was gassed the entire fight. I could barely stay on my feet, but uh, you know, it's uh, I've ne never crossed paths. I don't think uh, with you, Schmitty. Okay. Right on. Schmitty, I got, I got a really interesting question for you, but before I get into that, I, I just want to I just want to ask James one thing. So James, Dan, how do you pronounce it, Danville or Danville? Danville. Danville. Now yeah. you 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 did some work there, buddy. You, yeah. you, 
right? I was, there for, I was there for 10 games. I scrapped. No, a I know, bit. but but the time that you were there, I heard that yeah. there was a couple really, really good ones. But do you mind talking yeah. about that a little bit? Uh, you know, we had a had a short one, but a decent one uh, with I think his name was Lucas Schott. Um, and it was uh, it was like a it started in warmups. You know, really? he, we're, we're we're doing uh, three on twos and warmups. You know, like everybody does. Yeah. And uh, this guy's like five feet across the line, like in the back of our line. So I just kind of came up to him and gave him like a stick in the butt and just like pushed him onto his side. And he yeah. turned around and just two handed me and uh, you know, big, big scrum conversed and everybody's yelling at each other and yada, yada. And so I just skated away. And for first shift we got out there, uh, I was like, we're going and he, of he obliged and uh, it was a quick fight, but uh, I caught him with a couple and we'll say I got the W on that one. Okay, uh, good. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I fought chance a few times. I think that's, that's like my biggest claim to fame is fighting the guy who's got more fights than anybody in the history yeah, of Mario right. hockey. <laughs> so he literally does. Oh, and he hated me. I mean, he hated me. I uh, I played uh, played against them when he was in Aquasasne and I was in Thousand Island. And uh, one of the guys, I'm forgetting his name, but he was a first line center. He he skated by the bench and he had some choice words. And so uh, <clears throat> I said something back, and he's like, "You want to go?" And I'm like, sure, I'm, you know, 10th forward and you're first liner. Let's do it. You know, I don't even yeah. care if I get beat up. Let's go. Right. So yeah. I go out there and line up next to him and immediately Dajanay's out there and Chance is out there and Dajanay's poking me with his stick. And he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Chance yeah. is coming after me. And I'm like, hey, listen, I just answered the bell. Like, I don't even, at the time, I didn't even know who these guys were, you know. Yeah. But uh, after that, I'm pretty sure every shift I had against them, Chance was out there following me around the whole shift. Like, he didn't even let me play any hockey. So, <laughs> you know. Well, you were making what you were doing is you were making a name for yourself, right? You were starting the reputation up, and these guys are like, "Man, we got to stay on this guy, man. He's got yeah, the rep." He, he was all over me. There's a couple of videos of him just coming up behind me and just kind of mugging me, and you know, I'm down on my face, he's on my back, pushing my helmet off and stuff. But I mean, you know, he was a gamer, <laughs> <Fair> so <laughs> he was like forty it out. I'm not going to lie. The one fight I asked you about, I had heard that something happened in warm up, right? So I was trying to, I was trying to squeeze that out of you. So yeah. I really appreciate you giving those details, bro. Because I'm glad that what was I, the one you were what asking. For. Yeah, no, no. Uh, uh, sorry, go ahead, buddy. No, no. I'm sad. glad oh that's the God, one you were asking for. Died. Oh, we lost them. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't even, I wonder if we're still recording. It's our podcast now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, right? Uh, no, I don't think we've ever crossed paths, man. Uh, no, I don't think so. Like, I don't know, I played in the Southern League, I played in the Central League, a little bit in the old United League. Yeah, I didn't do any of that. No. So I've been, you know, know, I come back and forth between work and family and kids and, you know. Do you know, um, do you know Jared Rutledge? He's a Chicago kid. I know the name he's a he was our goalie this year but i've known him for you, you know who asked me about you was uh jordan nemonitis yeah yeah I, I went to notre dame with him yeah he asked me he's like he's like you know schmitty he's supposed to be fighting at ice wars and i'm like i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be on a podcast with him tomorrow <laughs> i just got i just got a pop-up that says i'm the host now oh yeah all right. Sheriff's just gonna steal it and just us fucking bullshit. It's like that fucking Brooks guy interrupted me. Click. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't even. I'm gonna. Oh, I, I, I don't know if he was on his phone or if he was on, on the. Well, and, and I was talking to him before. I think his phone died while I was talking to him. 
So like when you were talking, so he's on he's on a computer. Yeah, I, who knows? Well, who knows? <laughs> That's funny though. So do you like what do you do for uh, what's your nine to five? Uh, I actually own a junk removal company. I really? got two employees and they remove junk. And then uh, I'm a hockey so like, for high school program. So like junk removal, like, so like if a house is like, you like, a, like a, what do you call that? Like a rat, all like sorts a- of different stuff. I mean, we'll do construction debris. We'll do uh, you know, somebody died and they need to get rid of everything in the basement. Uh, we'll do, you know, spring cleaning. Somebody's got a giant pile in their driveway. I mean, pretty much oh, anything yeah. you take to the well, dump. You don't have to bodies out of basements. No, but my business partner is actually, uh, he owns a funeral home. So if oh. we ever get any any calls that cross, I can just send them over his way. So, wow. and I have done some removals with him. Uh, somebody, so, but uh, it's usually more uncomfortable than anything because there's always people around that like, you know, they just lost somebody. So yeah, yeah. you're so carrying I'm... the body out and you're trying to be respectful with it. And sometimes you can't turn the way you want you can't do it smoothly it's like going oh, up a flight man. of stairs it's like, thud, thud, thud. <laughs> Holy so. fuck, man. i couldn't do it i dead bodies freak me out man yeah it's so i got i got a buddy that he he like he owns a construction company and they're they're re they gutted this hotel at the airport in calgary here yeah like, so they tore like tore out the walls and like redid all the plumbing but the shit he found in the walls that like people didn't want to take on airplanes like was fucked so like he was finding sex toys and like child porn and like weird <laughs> shit in the fucking walls that people didn't want to get caught with on the airplane yeah. and i guess his boss is like they're in like a meeting right and they're like so like did anybody find any cocaine everything over to the cops and the cops are like nobody found any cocaine or any weed or anything and everyone's like nope Nope, none of that stuff. Just sex toys. <laughs> sex toys. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So are you are you still playing hockey at all? Uh, you know, I got a senior A team that we take once a year. We'll take them out of town. Like we went to Vail last year and played the Vail Yeti uh, home, like back to back Friday, Saturday night. They're like a mountain, mountain West full check team. So okay. try to try to keep it in there. But uh, I coach uh, Pee Wee Prospects and I coach varsity high school and I'm the hockey director there. So I'm like it's five days a week. I'm, I'm on the ice with somebody, so I can't play quite as much as I'd like to, but I, know, uh, I always get in trouble. I can't play a men's league game without getting in a scrap. So I try not to men's I, league. Got, <laughs> I got, um, I got asked to leave a men's league a couple of years ago and it wasn't like, I wasn't even, like, I, I didn't, I wasn't even a dick. Like when I played beer leagues, I'm pretty like I'll skate fast sometimes it's hard to stay away from because they're looking for it with guys on your team or like, you or know, they're, or they're just fucking idiots. And like you skate, you blow past them and they fucking two hand you. And it's like, man, like just because of my feet move faster than your body does, my arms and legs still break the same if you fucking well, do hand me. And I don't know about up by you. I mean, you're probably in your beer league. You probably got a lot more guys who played, you know, competitively, but yeah. beer leagues here. I mean, unless you're playing top level or something, which, you know, you can't always do it's, it's, there's all these guys who think they're tough. I mean, you know, a guy really? will come in there, he'll throw a check, he'll punch you in the face. He's like, let's go, let's go. And he has no idea that you've fought 300 times. And no, no idea how to fight. Like he has yeah. no, he's never been in a fight. No clue before. that you're about to wreck him. And then you wreck him and he's, everybody's like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> so we had this guy uh, played this team and, you know, my team's yellow, his team's black. And he's got like this decked out Bruins jersey that's black and yellow everywhere, you know? So my buddy's like, watch out for that guy. You know, he's, you're going to pass him the puck. And I'm like, 
whatever, man, it's fucking beer league. I don't care. But sure enough, first play of the game, I see yellow out of the corner of my eye. I pass it to him. He turns, goes down the other way and buries. So we line up at the face off. I'm at center and I'm like, Hey bud, why don't you change the Jersey? I got a smile on my face. I'm like, why don't you switch to like a black Jersey? And he's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. Cause I just got the apple on your goal because you're wearing fucking yellow and we're yellow. And he's like, fuck you, dude. And I'm like, okay. And uh, so off the face off, I just kind of followed him around that shift, giving him a little, little, little hooks and wax and say yeah. something back to him, you know? And uh, he tried, tried to go me in the first and I'm like, Hey, let's just go in the third. I'm like, I drove 40 minutes to play this game. They're going to toss us. Let's go in the third. Yeah. So he spends like the whole second period just running around like a fucking idiot. And I told the guys on the bench, I was like, I'm going to rip his fucking jersey off. Like, I'm just going to take his jersey like that an asshole, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> at like four minutes to go in the game, he comes in. Oh, Sean's texting me right now. Let's oh. see what he says. Internet went down at my girlfriend's house. I'm pretty rattled. I'm sorry about that. We'll do part two in the next couple of days. Be like, text him back and be like, we're still, we're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm like, we're still recording, but yeah. So this guy, uh, he comes by and he slew foots my defenseman. And I mean, by slew foot, I mean, it was like, like dirty. Like, he drove him to the ground. Dude hits his head. He's like holding his head. Cause he wasn't expecting it. And this dude gets up and he's talking shit to this guy as he's skating away. And here I come and he turns and I'm like 15 feet away. And I'm just like gloves, you know, I'm like, we're fucking going. Yard sale. So I come in and I grab his Jersey and he's got ties here and I'm just trying to rip the Jersey. Like Tell me, he, oh, was, tied, he was tied down for a beer league game. Well, he had like the ties here. Oh, I uh, thought you meant he was tied, tied down. Oh no. <laughs> he had the ties here. So I'm just trying to like rip it. Cause I don't even care about fighting this guy. I just want to rip his Jersey off with the principal yeah. fact, you know? And, and I'm tugging and ripping and yanking and tugging. And I end up ripping it. And I'm like, there we go. And I'm trying to rip it the rest of the way off. And he sticks me right in the face. And I'm like, Ooh, so I go to town on him fights over like, you know, 15 seconds later. And he's like this on the ice. So ref kicks me off. You know, I go, go to get off. This guy gets up and he's screaming at the ref. Why did you break it up? And the ref's like, I didn't come here to fight. You did. <laughs> so then he turns and he, I'm waiting outside the locker room door. Cause they got the key on the bench and it's like right at the rink door. So Aww. he's screaming at me. He goes off on his side. Now he's walking towards me at my locker room door. And I'm like, look, buddy, you've had enough. Like fuck away from me, man. Like oh, yeah, yeah. your ass right here too. Like you stay over there. I'm going to stay over here. Like you don't need to fight more. Like you already got fucked up. And, uh, you know, so he, he, he left, but anyways, I get a call a couple of days later and it's the rink. Oh. Uh, I'm not allowed to play at that rink anymore. And, uh, police are going to be calling me because this guy's trying to press charges on oh, me. Come on, really, like, pussy. He's beat up, you know? So I get a call from this cop and he's like, so am I getting this right? That you got into a hockey fight? <laughs> and I was like, guys yeah. trying to press charges. Yeah. So I, you know, I tell him the whole story and he's like, okay, so I don't think this is going to go anywhere. He's like, I just want to make sure I got this straight. So you're playing against a guy. He's playing a little outside the code. <laughs> he asks you to fight. You tell him we can do that in the third. Yeah. Then you fight in the third. He loses and calls me. And I'm like, you got it. You got it. Like, All right. I'm probably never going to talk to you again. <laughs> he got off the phone and that, that was the end of it. But I ran into the guy like a week later at a different rink and like, he wouldn't even look at me. It was great. No. It was girl and everything. She played this, the game and she was running around. Like, like when your dog, when you catch your dog doing something bad and it just turns. <laughs> yeah. Right. I no, was... I mean, it was, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's just one of a few. They don't really tolerate the fighting here in, uh, in Chicago and 
Like people don't understand it to that level. There's too many casual hockey players that, yeah. that don't get it. They they don't understand that they just slashed you in the back of the leg and punched you in the face, and now they're confused why you're. Now they got it. Now they got to answer to their. There's repercussions yeah. to your actions. Yeah, and I I feel like I'm like the nicest guy. Like I don't want to fight with anybody. I'm too long and like you know like let's have a beer afterwards. You know if you trip me, I'm like whatever. Like I don't. Yeah. But some of these guys are like pushing it, and pushing it, and I'm like, dude. And and then I got my teammates, and they're like dude, stay away from him. He's going to fucking kill you. Like telling these guys that they don't listen. So like, you know, whatever. So when I was 20, 22, it was my second year pro. And I was in, I stayed in, uh, I stayed in Colorado Springs all summer. Nice. Trained on, nice. The, on the air force base with my, my teammate, like my teammate in Huntsville, his yeah. wife was in the air force. So I stayed, there was a bunch of us, there's three of us that that stayed there and trained all summer. We skated. Nice. And we were on the base and it was like right before training camp. Like I was leaving for Denver and then the other two guys on my team were going to Fort Collins. Like we were playing against each other in the central league, but we lived together all summer and then we were playing against each other, but it was like our last skate before training camp. Yeah. And uh, I, we like, it was like three bucks or something to skate as long as much as you want as long as you wanted and there was always like army guys coming out and skating they're a pretty good group of guys it was three bucks and i remember like so you just give the ring crap give the ring crap your three bucks and go so one day one day there's nobody like there was no ring crap there so we're just like well fuck it well like it's only three bucks well you know we'll get them later or whatever so we're out there and we got our shit on and there's well i don't know maybe maybe a dozen aside and we're having a game and the, this new ring crap comes out and he's like you guys didn't pay me and i was like fuck sorry man like i'll pay you i'll pay you i'll pay you after and he's like oh yeah no problem and fucking captain america on the other team with like no fucking word of a lie have you ever seen like the pants that um the guy wears in uh in uh napoleon dynamite like at fucking yeah. Max Kondo. like yeah. he had those hockey those in like the hockey pant version like team <laughs> oh, usa yeah. Tinted visor, oh, like no white gloves. Like, oh, white gloves! <laughs> like this guy, this guy, and like just fucking massive, like, like yeah. so, like he's Bleach probably like fucking secret. He's probably a Navy SEAL or something. He yeah. starts giving it to us, like from the bench, like all oh, you fucking pro hockey players, come out here and just think you could run the show. And I'm like, man, I like I there's nobody there. Like he said, it's all right. It's three dollars. I'm not. And this is three dollars Canadian, right? Yeah, so that's like a dollar fifty. Like a dollar. <laughs> so this guy's losing his goddamn mind, and then I start getting fucking worked up, right? And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, like start yelling, yipping at him. He comes out and challenges me, and I fucking drop him. Nice tinted visors, all contorted, and I felt kind of bad, right? And I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I pick him up, like help him up. I'm like, I'm sorry, buddy. Winds up and fucking headbutts me right in the bridge of my nose. <laughs> Breaks both my orbital bones, crushes my nose, so my eyes are instantly like swelled up. I'm bleeding everywhere, like a big shit show. So then I gotta go to training camp. Like the next day, I'm leaving. Like first day, they take pictures. So if you go back and like the old like the old Central League pictures, I'm like my my hockey card. Both my eyes are fucking swelled up from getting headbutted in a fucking beer league game. Holy fuck. <laughs> Never been headbutted before. Oh, I've been kicked and stepped. I've been headbutted. Like, I I bounced. I used to bounce a lot. Like, yeah. So I don't know how many times I've been headbutted in front of bars. 
I grew up on the northwest side of Chicago. It's like a a real. It's either you're either Irish or you're Polish. And oh, yeah, Chicago's yeah. like real segregated by neighborhoods. So like everyone in the neighborhood's Irish. They are all like, and it's like every main street that you cross, there's like another grammar, another Catholic grammar school and another public grammar school, like right next right. to each other. And there's like crowds from each neighborhood. You know, it's like very, very like and, so, and they don't, they don't mingle. No, no. So like some here and there. And as we got older, obviously more and more. Right. But, Once like, you cross a little bit. We were always, I mean, every weekend we were fighting somebody. I mean, yeah. whatever my total hockey fights are, I have like double that in off Totally. That's what's growing up, growing up here too. Yeah. Like, cause there's, Everybody lots of, there's lots of, there's lots of reservations here. Yeah. Like, you know, same thing. Like we, like now we get along good, but back yeah. in the day, we, we no, everybody duped it out. It was like, oh, I, I'm a St. Pat's guy. He's a Notre Dame guy. Oh, we're fighting. Like, you know, and it wouldn't yeah, just yeah. be fights. It would be like, you know, one guy gets into it with another guy. So now all 10 of his friends are fighting all 10 of his oh. friends. And it's like a rumble. And we would go to like house parties and it, there was like one stretch. It was like eight weeks. We went like eight different weekends. We had like 13 fights in eight oh, weeks or something like that. Cause we just fucking every week. It's like, Oh, he got into it with him. Well, I'm, I'm fighting that guy. I try to explain that. I try to explain that even to young kids now, like, like yeah. all my hockey team. And like, they're like, I've never even like thrown a punch in my life. And it was like, no. fuck, I remember some weekends, like, my poor mom, like my brothers, I'm the oldest, but my two brothers are younger than me. And my mom was like, I think there was a stretch of like two years where at least one of you guys was like in jail every weekend for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that, that part, because that's kind of funny that we just continued on. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll bet it's the first one he's had like that, where uh, <laughs> the, the, the people he had on just keep talking. But <laughs> Absolutely, man. We'll travel, travel safe and train hard, and I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. You too, man. You too. Okay, later, bro. Good meeting nice you. Nice to meet you, man. All right, guys. We're going to sign off now. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. 